In this podcast, I'm going to talk about advanced spaceship propulsion. In the last podcast, I talked about spaceship propulsion during the age of the Messiah and uh, how it works in the future. And that's a really important podcast for me because I talked about the type of effect we want from spaceship propulsion. Rather than a spaceship engine propelling the spaceship forward, what we have is a drive system. And I talked about why we would use a drive system to propel a spaceship. So in this podcast, I'm going to continue that conversation. And so if you want to get caught up, that's the previous podcast. If we're going to use neutrons, protons, or any other kind of technology to propel a spaceship, what we want to do is we want to get the uh, ambient effect. That's one way to think about it that works really well. An ambient effect that moves a spaceship forward moves the whole spaceship at the same speed. That's really important because if we move the front of the spaceship only with like something that pulls it forward, it might tear the spaceship in half. If we push the spaceship forward with rockets at high speeds, much faster than light, then it might crush the front of the spaceship. So to get uh, an effect we want, the effect is like a magnet, like the ambient magnetic field that we have around a magnet. And we want it to move the whole spaceship and everything inside down to the atom at the same speed. If we miss even one molecule of air, then that air might accelerate backwards at a thousand G's and it might be like a bullet going through the wall or a computer screen. So we want to move the spaceship forward and everything inside at the same speed. So in order to do that, if you want to do that in the earth, you'll need to study small particle physics and all the details about how things move. That's inertia, momentum, kinetic energy, rocket propulsion, magnetism, anything that you can study with small particle physics will get you closer to making a spaceship drive system like this. But it would take in the earth a long time to do this science. So in order to travel in spaceships like this in our lifetime, what we need is someone else to bring the spaceships to us. If we want a spaceship with an ion drive, then we can look at how it can create an ambient effect that would propel metal forward with a symmetrical ambient field around the whole of the metal so it all moves at the same speed down to the atom. It's the same with every other type of space propulsion. Neutrons and other things. Unless we start to get into different kinds of effects. So another kind of effect would be to study gravity propulsion. In order to know what gravity is, we need to do a very tremendous amount of research about things like the earth. If we, if we got a machine that could measure the whole earth down to the atom, every rock, every piece of dirt, everything in the earth, 
then we might know a lot more about gravity. A lot of people speculate that the Earth produces gravity. So if we study everything, then we might know more about that. So we're going to skip that now and pretend that someone brought us a spaceship that has gravity on it. In order to have gravity on a spaceship, you have a problem. If you, and here's the, here's the problem. If you put gravity on a spaceship right now, then you have double gravity when it's in the earth. When you go really high, it's only half gravity from the earth, but one gravity from your machine. So now you have one and a half earth gravity. And when you get to space, now it's normal. So you need to be able to remove existing gravity out of the spaceship in order to keep it at a normal level of gravity. So in the future, when spaceships come to the earth uh, that I bring, I will have spaceships that do this. So the next thing we do is we place the gravity. This sounds odd, but people might say, do we orient it like a magnet? One interesting thing about gravity is that it's more important to place it correctly. So when we put gravity on a spaceship, it needs to be placed correctly. That's more important than orienting it. People might think, well, upside down would point us upside down. But placing it correctly is more important. So in order to understand gravity, some very detailed research needs to be done, but we have plenty of time. In years to come, I intend to bring spaceships, hopefully within two years. That's hopefully my latest time. And in a later podcast, I'll talk about why that is. So I have a spaceship that's powered by gravity, inertial dampening system that's modified, and a kinetic energy weapon that's been modified to move things. So I want to talk about that kind of propulsion now, and it's similar to an ambient field. If we take something like a, um, there's a game called Half-Life 2, and it has a gravity gun, they call it, but it's really to lift heavy objects. You pull the trigger, and it will pick up a crate or a pallet or something heavy, a barrel, anything heavy, and then it sets it down. If we have something like that using gravity or a kinetic energy weapon that would move someone away, then we need to be able to control it. It's like... Um, It's modified now. If we make it as a weapon, it hits them hard. But if we're doing spaceship propulsion, it's gentle, very, very gentle. So it moves the spaceship forward. Also, we would add in a inertial dampening system that's modified to do this. This will help move everything in the spaceship at the same speed as everything outside the spaceship. And it just makes sense that we could use do it for both. And then we add in, so we have gravity and a modified kinetic energy weapon and a modified inertial dampening system. And it just makes sense that that could move a spaceship if we can make all three of those things. So knowing how to do that is quite difficult, but the, the next thing that's required is a fast computer processor. On my spaceships, they have a processor that's three trillion gigabytes. This is important because it's calculating how these things work. If they make an error, then it might not move an atom. If we have an atom of air that doesn't move, it might accelerate backwards through the spaceship at 200,000 times faster than the speed of light. And then it might collide with a computer screen, a person, or a wall. And it's like a bullet then. So it's important that if we have this 
system, we have fast computer processors. So in my spaceships, I use end of eternity technology to bring the spaceships with multi-threading three trillion gigabyte computer processors, um, a trillion times faster than modern computer processors to do that computing. So there's never an error. Another kind of spaceship propulsion, and this is the last one for today, would be something called graviton waves. The quickest way that I, I know of to make graviton waves would be to first make a graviton weapon, actually. If you could figure out what gravity is and then figure out how to make gravitons, they don't exist in the universe today. They're, they're fabricated, they're synthetic, we'd have to make them. Then if you have those gravitons, you could take that gun apart, a, a graviton gun, break it, and then figure out how to make it wave. I mean, be, that'd be the simplest way I know. It's really hard to do this. But if you get graviton waves, then it's similar when it moves a spaceship to a boat being carried by waves. If we put a boat on the water when there's a lot of waves, those waves will push the boat forward. If we get graviton waves, they will push the spaceship forward. But it's weird. So we want it to carry the spaceship, not push it. So what we do is when we make the graviton waves, it's similar to a boat. We want the boat to be over the waves, not touching them on the water. If we had a boat that didn't touch the water and waves underneath, that's similar to a spaceship being carried by graviton waves. The graviton waves don't need to touch the spaceship. The reason I say this is just for fun but for me, but for you, when I bring my spaceships, people are gonna ask, how do they work? So it's similar to a magnetic field. We have an ambient field that moves the spaceship and everything in it at the same speed. We could also move it forward with a combination system, gravity, inertial dampening that's been modified and a kinetic energy weapon that's been modified all three working together. Another way would be with graviton waves that carry the spaceship forward. So there's a lot of unique propulsion systems and what, it, what I'd say is it's fun. If we spend 50 years or five years studying that, we can have a lot of fun and then over time, we can really enjoy more and more about the spaceship propulsion. It's fun day one, it's fun day two, it's fun as soon as we hear about it, it's fun forever. Spaceship propulsion is fun, it's cool.